Welcome to The Conversation Starters, a podcast about getting beyond small talk and into better conversations with anyone. I'm Hannah. And I'm Karina. And today we're going to be talking about the Darcy Collins rule. Hannah, this is a topic that's been on your heart and mind for the longest time ever. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you've been mentioning this to me ever since we started the podcast. <laughs> and it is finally coming to its fruition. <laughs> tell us, tell us more about this Darcy Collins rule. <laughs> that is very accurate. I okay, I have had this in my head. And in my heart, it's true. Since, I mean, for years, I've thought about this. And I'm finally ready to share it with you all. And I hope that it it becomes um, language that you use. Okay. (laughs) We're definitely going to use it on this podcast. That's true. (laughs) This is is something to remember, okay? Um, All right. So the Darcy Collins rule is based on Pride and Prejudice, the novel by Jane Austen. Um, and most of you, you know, you may be familiar with the story, but you only need to know about two characters, Mr. Darcy and Mr. Collins. And they are both men who pursue the protagonist of the story, Elizabeth Bennet. So the fact is, is that Mr. Darcy and Mr. Collins do a lot of the same things in the first half of the story. They both kind of stand creepily to the side and stare at Elizabeth. They make really awkward comments that she is not excited about. And they both propose to her in a very similar <laughs> way, in a very startling way, and in a way that says, Elizabeth, you are very beneath me in a class, but here I find myself, I must propose to you. And then when she says no to both of them, they're like, you can't possibly be, you know, you can't possibly be rejecting me. <laughs> Basically what they're saying is I'm doing you a favor. Like, yeah, exactly, here, exactly. here's a favor. And she's like, no. I don't know how much to actually talk about the story. I'm not really going to go into much detail, but the fact is, is that Mr. Collins is, you know, from the reader or viewer perspective is a gross, creepy kind of comic relief character that obviously no one would want to be with. And Mr. Mm -hmm. Darcy is like the most famous, fabulous, romantic leading man in all of literature. Um, And they both do a lot of the same things at the beginning. But as the story progresses, Darcy kind of changes and different events reveal his character and Elizabeth falls in love with him and they're perfect for each other. And it's wonderful, you know, romance. Okay. So Mm -hmm. the Darcy Collins rule is this, your behaviors, good and bad can only go so far to change a person's feelings toward you. You know, on this podcast, we are always giving a lot of advice like, oh, why don't you ask these questions or, you know, kind of build trust in this way. But I always have in the back of my head, this rule only goes so far if you are someone's Mr. Collins. Like you can't guarantee the results of your actions because you, because you can't control how people see about see you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mr. Darcy did a ton of things wrong socially and still is given this is given another chance and they end up together and Mr. Collins literally premeditates his compliments and what he should say and it's not going to do him any favors. And I think I mean Like, the more I think about this, the more I feel like this has happened to all of us before. Yeah, oh, for sure. 
and it's it absolutely like the most obvious is it happens to you when it comes to like dating and yeah. romantic relationships because you just cannot control whether you're someone's type or not or what they're going through yeah. or whatever and it sometimes feels so unfair but it also comes out like you're in a group of friends and there's a couple of you where like other people leave to go to the bathroom and you're stuck alone with a few people that you've all been laughing and having a good time and together then- but the two of you just don't you do not click yeah you know it's just the reality oh yes and similarly like Oh, go ahead. You no, say. no, no. I, yeah. I was just, I was just saying uh, same. I, I feel like everything you're saying is clicking very much for me. <laughs> I mean, I, it's also very much a, a play on first impressions and the book is called Pride and Prejudice. So it's like yeah. about the first impression that these two people make and how Elizabeth has her prejudice against both of them. And in one case, her mm-hmm. prejudice is dissolved once she gets to know mm-hmm. how amazing this guy is. And he he does turn mm-hmm. out to be surprisingly charming in the end. Um Whereas mm-hmm. Mr. Collins is just like the whole book and story butchers his character and shows him as like the <laughs> most hideous person. And and like he's yeah. always like begging for for the attention of this rich lady. And uh, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. And I will say that some people are probably more familiar with the, the film in the 2005 film. And I feel like in that movie, it's almost more relevant to our podcast because both of them, like their terrible flaws are kind of reduced to social awkwardness. Yeah. (laughs) Like they're both just sort of awkward. And, you know, it's like, that's, that's the, um, the realm that our podcast operates in because we're not going to do like surgery on your soul and remove your pride. You know, that's kind of outside our scope, but (laughs) I do feel like that's, that movie also shows, experiences that we all have right that's why people loved it Mm -hmm. and I mean I think it's good for us to talk about this because we spend a lot of time telling people hey like these are tips for having better conversations and better relationships and we are constantly talking about how you can do do things or say things or Mm -hmm. how you can act or react in a way that like helps you get into better relationships and conversations and we're here at a point where we both are reflecting on a season in our life where we have been failing to reach our own standards of Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. we want to live relationship and how we want to have conversations and Mm -hmm. and kind of also learning to accept that it's not always depending on how we on how we act or what we say like there Mm -hmm. is a part Mm -hmm. that is played by the other person there is also this this insurmountable um, mountain in front of us that is the prejudice of the other person or the the, the feelings of the other person that you cannot win mm-hmm. over if they don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. They you can be very charming. It. You can be very charming and still not win over the other person. <laughs> it's possible I think about the Darcy Collins rule all the time because I feel like it's my caveat in the back of my head that's like, when people try this and they're like, but it didn't work. Like, mm, yeah, Darcy Collins rule, you know, like, yeah. and, and I, I don't mean for this to be just discouraging, like mm-hmm. you, it's more a way to contextualize rejection or like, I don't know why they're not 
treating me the same way as this other person or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. we all have that freedom within us. And I am definitely not saying that it's just or fair or based on something good, but it's just the reality, you know? And it also goes the other direction. Like when we talked about in our last episode, you know, you will make mistakes and you can mess up really badly and the right people will care for you and give you a chance because they see something in you, right? They connect with you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, there will be people that will give take give the or take the time to actually look further into you. I mean, with Darcy and Collins, it's also very similar. Like Elizabeth didn't give Collins a chance. She didn't even try to understand him. And for Darcy, she basically went and wandered in his house and looked at <laughs> at his sister and listened to what the housekeeper had to say about him and like <laughs> she definitely yeah. gave she him a chance. She was committed to solve that <laughs> mystery. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And and I like as much as I feel like the story like the theory is right, I also am very inclined to say that his fortune does not put him in a bad position. <laughs> oh, I believe she explicitly says that she started, you know, became interested when she saw his house. So, you know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was all of the deep literature and sculptures and these things in the house. Very much. Yeah. 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 It, that, that was all. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but no. That, that, it's what you, what's funny is that I feel like that this situation that we're describing that voice you just used is how we all feel about it. Like it, it is a um, source of cynicism or frustration that exactly. like, the way chances are distributed for people is simply not fair. And we won't be able to change that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I think like people who are fans, you know, of the book or know the book well in this, they would say, but Darcy is a good man. Like mm-hmm. whatever, like it's, it is more than that. Right. But we all have unfair preferences and experiences when we're younger or things that happen where we're like, I just don't really feel comfortable with this type of person. And it's not your fault, but it's real, you know, and And, and we should be allowed to do that. That's the thing is like, I know that this experience can be really hurtful, but on the other hand, like I do think that it's important for all of us to give everyone agency, like, let them freely choose you, right? Not yeah. manipulating them or forcing mm-hmm. them or also going crazy being like, how come I can't make them like me mm-hmm. with all mm-hmm. of these actions? Like, let it go, you know? I, I, I feel like that's also really important to just let everyone be whole human beings, flawed and free to do things, you know? It goes back yeah. to that whole, like, you, you're, you know, other people are the main character in their own story, you know, and they're not just only responding to you. And mm-hmm. it's really important that we let people do that. And I mean, like the example I'm thinking of is, is you, you meet someone and you feel like, oh, they're really cool and all. And then, and then you notice that like, or at least I don't know if that's, that happens to other people, but I'm someone who like wants to be friends with everybody always. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. And then I noticed like with some people, it, it takes so much more effort for me to yeah. to like keep up the friendship than with others. With others, it's yeah. just so easy and and I really enjoy it. And I don't feel like I have to put so much effort into like maintaining a friendship with this person. And I think like 
my my fiance is much better at this than me. He he is really able to say like, hey, you're just there are some people you're friends with, and then there's people you're not friends with. And I'm like, no, yeah. I'm oh, friends I'm with everybody, but like. It's so hard to be friends with this person. <laughs> and he's like, just yeah. let it go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, like, I definitely feel there, too. Like, this this thing referred to maybe as chemistry or, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, 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 yeah. We have a connection. I, I definitely feel like it's connected to that. And I yeah, feel like I it has a lot to do with first impressions, but... But first impressions can also be overcome when the chemistry exists. Yeah, it's true. And also, I think that some of this like sense of injustice is like there are relationships, like, for example, in the workplace where you ought to overcome your preferences and treat people fairly. Right. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't matter that. I mean, it does matter, but it shouldn't matter if two people, like one of them just happens to be more similar to their boss or whatever, like, yeah. or it, within a family, you know, or within siblings, like there should, there are different places where we're like, you, this shouldn't matter. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. when it comes to more like friendship and dating, that is where I'm like, let it matter, you know, it's listen okay. to that voice inside of you. Yeah. yeah. Like there are times where you do need to overcome your preferences and be kind, but then there are other yeah. times where I think you do need to listen to the fact that like, man, this is hard. This is not working, you know, and that's okay. I, I can tell a little story about this because actually, uh, my fiance and I, when we first met, I mean, there was definitely this like chemistry between us or I don't know, I don't know. This the word chemistry is the only word I can think of to like describe this like this certain thing that makes you give this person a chance rather than the other person that yeah. you didn't like in the first impression. Um, and so the first impression I had of him was not great because I was cooking Lebanese food and he came and like he he knew that he was he doesn't like chickpeas and and eggplants and so. He saw me making so many chickpeas and eggplants and he like came and said, I don't think I'm going to like the food. And he was thinking, you know, like I'd rather say it before she makes the food so she doesn't think I don't oh like her goodness. cooking. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my goodness, how rude of him to say yeah. he's not going to like the food before he even tasted it. Like, this is so rude. And like, and then the other part of me was just like, oh, I don't care. Like, yeah. whatever. Who is he to yeah. me? Um, he is like, it was a hundred percent like a Darcy moment, like Elizabeth yeah. and Darcy. Darcy <laughs> walking past and like Elizabeth making um, passive aggressive comments about how yeah. he, how stuck <laughs> up he is. And yeah, so that was me. <laughs> and then like a few days later, he asks me out on a date and I say yes. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I basically like um just gave him so many chances because there was chemistry and he yeah. definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I I I would say that 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 the if the dynamic or the chemistry or whatever word you want to use to describe this this inclination towards a different person um if this is good then even first bad first impressions can be uh overcome and i don't know like big character flaws can be overlooked i mean we've all had a friend or been the friend that 
that is dating someone shocking to our <laughs> friend group, like shocking. Like how could he or how could she be with this person? Like this person is so like not what they were looking for. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. these things can be just overcome and completely looked over. I mean, Elizabeth's dad in the story is shocked when she comes and says like, dad, I want your blessing to marry this guy. And he's like, wait a second. <laughs> I thought you, you hate hated him. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I I've learned this very much through my relationship that there it's shocking what you can overcome if you just like a person <laughs> and whether it's friendship or it's a dating relationship both so okay to to kind of wrap this up our podcast as like i said earlier i think the thing that makes us unique is that we want you to move toward people kind of looking at them as whole people and that this, these different tips and skills or whatever, it's not like you enter these things and we promise these results. Like we are not pickup artists or like giving you some sort of course on networking. Like the, the fact is, is if we want what is truly real inside of you to be revealed accurately mm -hmm. and for you to ask questions and present yourself in a way that lets people open up so that the real person is known And then that is how you get into deeper conversations and deeper relationships. And you, we do say you will have better conversations with anyone. And I do believe that it is possible to have, you know, even good interactions and good conversations with someone that you're not going to become good friends with, you know? Like, yes. I believe in overcoming that like boredom or quick judgment for sure. But when it comes to like close relationship, it's about the real you meeting the real them. And then something mysterious happens that we on this podcast do not control. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I would say like, don't base your, don't base your, uh, the reaction you get off of like the a calculated action that you made like I'm gonna mm, put this yes. into the system and that's the outcome I'm gonna get yes. um, but also don't always don't always expect yourself to have to put the in the in the input the yes. correct input to get something good that's also yes. the other side of the coin that it's not always like an equation a mathematical equation it's sometimes you put in the right things and you don't get what you want and sometimes mm -hmm. you don't put in anything and you get exactly what you never expected um, that's right so right, which is what going we talked about ways. in the last couple episodes is like yeah you know it's okay you can be wrong you can be a failure you can go through these things mm -hmm. and you don't have to be afraid that because you did these things you deserve you know, disrespect or lo loss of trust or whatever. Like, I, I think that way of focusing on, um, like our own, our own power to make people react a certain way like that there, that's a trap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And we'd love to hear your feedback. You find us on Instagram at the conversation starters or email contact at the conversation starters.com. And we'll be excited to bring you more episodes. We'll have, you know, some like this with more of a topic. And we're also recording some that are like the two of us answer the question of the week. Mm -hmm. And so that you can go off in your life and say, oh, I just heard this question. Or, I, I, I heard this conversation. What do you think? Yeah.
if we were in Pride and Prejudice, we would be on the sidelines saying, it's your turn to speak, Mr. Darcy. Comment on the size of the room and the number of couples. I was actually just (laughs) thinking it would be fun to like do a podcast series where we're analyzing different um, different characters from like famous novels or movies and like their oh, I mean, their conversation style. Yeah. Oh, I mean Jane Austen. This is this is why she's the best. It's all this. It would it's be it would be really nice. But I don't like the new movie because I feel like Darcy in the new movie is not handsome. So. Like the Darcy calls me, rule applies even to Darcy. I I think he needs to be at least handsome. 